some people's lifestyle, and she would often rebel as much as she could. There were times she would go shopping, only to return with men's trousers, and she would put them on and tie curtain ties around her waist, just to see her Aunt Clara screech at her. One Sunday morning, Ruth had decided to go to church, even though her Aunt Clara would not be intending. She always tried to go on the mornings that her aunt would not be there, because it gave her a sense of freedom. While at church, the pastor had read from his pulpit an announcement of an ad that had been placed in their quarterly, and as he read the ad, Ruth's eyes opened wide as her ears perked up. As she sat alongside her best friend, Margaret, she listened closely to every word the pastor was reading. It was an ad placed by a young single man who was in search of a bride. Ruth could not believe her ears and thought it was very distasteful and how desperate he must be to run such an ad. The pastor also explained that he could be part of a sort of lottery for mail-order brides if he could get a woman interested enough in him. About the time she was ready to discard it all, and not listen any further. The pastor mentioned that the young man lived in Oregon, on a ranch. The sound of Oregon brought her fully to attention, and she sat straight up. As Margaret began chatting loudly to her, she motioned to her to keep quiet, and she listened to the pastor. This announcement was meant for older single women and widows, but it caught the attention of lonely and beautiful Ruth Steele. She was twenty-three years old, so she was a bit young to be considered to reply to such an ad, but it was worth a shot. After the service, she approached her pastor and asked if she could see the ad, and as he looked down into her eyes, he told her, Ruth, I can appreciate your curiosity about such an ad, but you are quite young to consider this, and your Aunt Clara would have my head dismantled if I let you respond to such an ad. Pastor Miller, I'm twenty-three years old, and if you remember my father, you would then know where I get such desires for leaving the city to find my heart in the prairies. I understand that, Ruth, but it's your Aunt Clara who cares for you now since your daddy has passed on and she would not hear of this. And I'm afraid that I would have to agree with her on this one. Pastor Miller, if I can be frank, I must remind you that I am of age, and if I wanted to do such a thing, it could be done without your approval or my aunt's. Perhaps you are correct, dear Ruth. You are one strong-willed child. Always have been just like your father. Yes, I believe I am, and that I will do fine in life by being this way, I might add. Ruth was not lacking in the standing-up-for-herself department. She had learned from her daddy very early on that you must stand for something or you would fall for anything, and she was about to practice what he would say. With her not being easily persuaded, to give up on the idea of responding to the ad, the pastor called her back to his office and sat down with her 
letting her read the ad for herself. As she sat and read, her pastor could sense that the only thing on Ruth's mind was getting out of the city and into the prairies. He at once decided to explain to her on what a mail-order bride was and what the man was seeking. As he explained it to her, she seemed uninterested and wasn't focusing on anything he was saying. As her pastor looked at her, he said, Ruth, do you realize that this young man is looking for a wife? Yes, sir. I think I understand what a mail-order bride is, but it seemed like quite a desperate attempt. Does it not? The lottery thing bothers me also. It's almost distasteful, like an auction. Perhaps he would be just as happy with someone who could work at his ranch. Ruth, that's not what...